Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics, I love them. On today's episode of Cameron Reads Comics, my friend Jesse and I are reading Suicide Squad Bad Blood by Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo. I also have some bonus content for you this week. As per usual, you can expect to see a Suicide Squad film review coming up, but this Saturday we are releasing a super special bonus episode with Jesse and I talking brief spoilers for James Gunn's brand new Suicide Squad film release. So, you're going to get two podcast episodes related to the Suicide Squad film. Just a warning, there are going to be full and complete spoilers for Suicide Squad Bad Blood by Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo. As always, remember to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Cameron Reads Comics, and make sure to clobber the like and subscribe buttons, as well as leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When the Suicide Squad is assigned to neutralize a group of international super-terrorists known as the Revolutionaries, the last thing they expect is for the survivors to join the team. Who can squad veterans Harley Quinn and Deadshot trust when their new teammates are the very people they were sent to kill? This crew could survive the mission, but they might not survive each other. So don't get attached. Hi, Jesse, and welcome back to Cameron Reads Comics. How are you? I'm fantastic, Cameron. Thanks for having me back once again. I'm always glad to have you. I'm Je- always glad to be here. Jesse and I have a running joke that he's my co-host, and at this rate, it might as well be true. It could be. You, I just don't know. I don't I, even count your episodes. It's fine. Don't. You shouldn't. We we basically just, it's not in a contract. There's no contracts here, but it's we might as well just let each other know that we're recording twice a month no matter what. I so. wish I could get a contract and maybe get like paid or something. Yeah, me know. too, man. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to advertise with us? Yeah. Oh, you're welcome to. Come on. Send me... I don't know. You we know will what? schlep whatever you got. You know who like has a lot of advertisers that I just think would just <laughs> is just a cool brand? Or like they advertise in a lot of podcasts or like oddly sponsor things? Liquid Death. Like the canned water. Yeah. I just don't yeah. even know how I don't I've actually never heard anybody have Liquid Death as a sponsor, but I know the water. I'm like I see it. I on mean, a if lot you're gonna pod- drink water, shouldn't it just be liquid death? Oh, look, I'm plugging it and it's not even one of our sponsors. You know what? That's how good we are to the folks of Liquid Death. Do Hydrate s- your demons. Do I sound good over here? I think so. All right. Do you feel like you sound good? I, I yeah, that's better. I, f- I feel better now. Um, okay, so we're here not just to talk about our our non-paying sponsor, Liquid Death, but we're also. <laughs> <laughs> Did that sound good? Uh, uh-huh. No, but we're also here to talk about Suicide Squad, specifically Suicide Squad: Bad Blood by Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo, one of my absolute favorite teams in comics right now. So Jesse. Before we get into that, though, is that why you picked this book for me? Because you like th- that tag team duo? Um, there's a couple reasons, and I'll, I guess I'll start. Then I'll relay the question back to you. Honestly, I don't think there's that many good Suicide Squad stories. I don't know because I've never even read, yeah, anything at all. This is the first. Okay, so I've read, I read uh, some of the New Fifty Two stuff, which got canceled. I read the first issue of the John Ostrander run. 
John Ostrander run, which is pretty much the guy who made them what they are. There's a Silver Age Suicide Squad book, but I think that's pretty much by title only. That one's when, okay, Deadshot joined the team, like Bronze Tiger, uh, Captain Boomerang, like pretty much the staples of the team Yes, were, were in. Like Rick Flagg, all of them. Amanda Waller, I believe, don't hold me to it, that might be her first appearance. But like, as you know them as Task Force X, that's their, that's, John Ostrander created that Suicide Squad. And so since it, like that run is the gold standard, and he went on for 60 issues, I guess, which is awesome, but... I really haven't read anything other than like that that amazed me. And what when was that? What year was that? Like the eighties. Okay. It was like it was like when did they come when were they invented? When were they first drawn? What do you well, say? The so <laughs> they, like they first invented. appearance? Yeah, first appearance. Sorry. Don't I'd say as we guy. know them now, the John Ostrander run. So like the eighties? Yeah. Yeah. But there's a they, there was a title, book book title, and it might have even had Rick Flagg in it. It's the it's called Suicide Squad. But it's from the '60s. It's yeah. like Silver Age. So and they weren't called. Yeah, that I don't know. I haven't read it, but I'm like, I don't think that's as we know them. Got you. Everyone says that the Ostrander runs where it begins, and even the new movie is based on his first arc, Trial by Fire. Yeah, I was really confused because I thought you were giving me this book because it related somehow to the movie, and it does not at all. Yeah, other than the name. This is the reason I give you this book is because, frankly, I thought. I read this as it came out. It's actually so it's recent. This one right. got printed, you know, it was being printed, like, I think Two- the series ended in 2021. Yeah, it was 2019, right? Yeah, it, yeah, because it started during COVID. There's a couple of delays, but, like, number one reason is I think this Suicide Squad run is the most slept-on run ever because the the series actually got canceled. <sighs> And that's and I don't know why because honestly of all the suits besides Ostranders, okay. but that's different because it's he's the creator, you know. I mean, I go, have go a theory. It. It's you didn't not. Like it? No, I I totally liked it. Okay, it's great. cool. But it got canceled because it's not a Suicide Squad book. Yeah, it is. It's just introducing the other team. I loved the other team. What are they called again? Uh, the the revolutionaries. revolutionaries. Yeah, that's all it was. It was a revolutionary book. There's a couple factors to that that I that we'll talk about. Right. So it was kind of like you know, hard stop revolutionaries as they were walking away. Yeah. So they're no longer the suicide squad. You're not wrong. And I just went from you, you guys listening, knowing nothing about this book to the very freaking end. It yeah. ends with the revolutionaries being the revolutionaries. Yeah. Yeah. And the, you know what? This is the thing too, though, because I think this was supposed to initiate, like inaugurate the movie coming out, but then COVID happened and everything just kind of went up yeah. in the air. Uh, it went to, the what am I trying to say? You know, the the series got delayed, obviously. The movie got delayed, and so there was no kind of suicide squad left. Isn't it funny that the series got delayed though? Like you're just at home drawing a book. Uh the d- d- Sorry. Seems like something that could get done no matter what was going on. Retailers stopped like distributing comics though. Like there was like a month or two, like mid COVID, where I couldn't go to the comic. Like they would not ship books to oh, the comic okay. store. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it that makes like, sense. Okay. Every sure. series. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. And so, um, but yeah, like with this one, I know I I think I told you a long time ago, back when I was working with you still, that when we were gonna read this, it was so long ago. It was. It was like four months ago. That's. A- no, it's not. It's less than that. It's like three months, but it hurts. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, it's every, different. Every day, I miss you. It's true. I I feel that way. I like, sit what? at my desk crying. You know what I miss right now? Liquid death. <laughs> 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 um, but 
I, but yeah, so I, I, I picked this book because number one, I knew it was one I wanted to talk about just as a series. And mm-hmm. number two is I love, this is my favorite take on these characters that I've read so far. Cause I don't think other than this and like an animated series episode, I don't think that the bar gets met like this one does now to go to what you're saying earlier, where all those people die. I think the IP and all Wait, the, I didn't say that. Yeah. You said all the new, Oh, well, Oh, this is why all the new characters are introduced. I was just saying that it's a revolutionaries book. It is. It is. Because they become the Suicide Squad. Yeah. But and they're the revolutionaries. But the Catch-22 is I think the IP and the characters within the Suicide Squad have become so kind of like revered in DC Comics mm-hmm. that like you can't just kill them all off. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't be killing, you know, that's why they also had like, okay, here's the first, the new members, Magpie and Cavalier. And then they're like, oh, and they're dead in the first issue. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, how do we let Deadshot, not a great example, but like let Deadshot be in this book without, uh, you know what I mean? You know, add, we have to add stakes to these missions because people should be dying on these missions. Yeah. But also let them have their character beats and let us grow with them because he is, I'd argue, the most staple member of the entire Suicide Squad title. It might as well be a Deadshot and Friends title. Yeah, and we're going to spoil everything and it being yeah. a Suicide Squad book, they're all going to die or a lot of them are going to die. They should. It meant when he eventually died, Yeah. it was like, oh, damn, that's a bummer. I loved him. I, like, I, and he was really great. Es- he really was. Especially lately, like rereading this series and then like just kind of I've always thought Deadshot was just a cool freaking character absolutely like I don't know what it is like I love Bullseye I love Deadshot I'm like I just think I also love KG Beast who's a very similar character mm-hmm. I'm like I just love people who have good aim I guess like that's my <laughs> type <laughs> I like bad boys with guns it was a bit uh uh, and it didn't it didn't make any difference to me but it was very it was very um I don't know there was a Hawkeye Ant-Man type vibe though from the MCU movies with him and his daughter yeah a little bit oh, which yeah. was fine I didn't mind it I actually loved it that's what you he was trying to just stop yeah you know what I mean and they come to his house and start kicking the shit out of him and then his daughter shoots the dude no I it was great man because she shoots the like FBI agent or whatever the guy is yeah and then he's like, no, you know, like he's got it. Now he's got to save his daughter. He can't let these guys like shoot oh, yeah. his She daughter. assaulted an officer or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, she shot him. I love, Tom Taylor does this thing and I just, we're going to bounce around. I got questions actually, but I just, for the get back sake of where we're at, uh-huh. Tom Taylor does this thing and he's done it now and in, in, this is the second book I noticed it was, so Nightwing, this team is now doing Nightwing. And okay. It's amazing. I do like the team. I like the art style. I like the writing. It was good. I, I, I enjoyed it. I think they're they're one of the modern like creative teams, top top five for me, easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he does this thing, and they they did it with Nightwing. They gave Nightwing a dog, and they named the dog Bitewing. like like with a b with just like the dog that was like dog shot dog shot (laughs) is literally the best freaking name i like that every time they said it to everyone's like oh yeah cool name like that works they my daughter named it dog shot come on they named it they they made three or four name jokes off deadshot and actually so they they announced like a while ago that deadshot was going to die like they announced like three months before so that book would sell you know like, I'm sure, um, the death of dead, the death of Deadshot. Oh, that's a tough yeah. one to say. The death of Deadshot, right? Yeah, it was called Deadshot Shot Dead, and I was like, "That's cool." Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but then the daughter named herself Live Shot. 
Yes. And then when he said he's not going to kill, they said maim shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking loved that. There was a lot of funny parts in the book. I think I think Tom Taylor is again, and we saw it, and we'll get into it too, because we had a un- uh, this didn't just wasn't like solely Suicide Squad. It was a DC Universe book, which I really like. You saw Superman, you saw Blue Beetle, you saw Batman. Green Arrow had a cool moment. Like uh, you get a, you get you you got the biggest uh, bite of Batman. Like mm-hmm. Superman was there, and it, it, you know like, air quotes, yeah, air quotes. And then the Blue Beetle was, and I, I I thought when they were like, oh hey, it's just that guy, whatever his Ted name is, Ted Cord is Blue Beetle. I thought they were gonna give him like a couple more panels, yeah, but it just stopped right there. I was like, okay, that's it, that's all. Did you? Did you know who Ted Cord was? No idea. Okay, that was I wanted to ask you because that for me like he's just a big part of like DC like lore. Yeah, and so like he's never quite carry. He has had his own title technically, but he's never quite carried a book. Like they've been canceled or miniseries, whatever. He they he, they actually just launched one with him and Booster Gold because they're best friends. And, no idea um, who that is either. <laughs> it, they're like the best DC Comics best friends. They're just bros, and you'd love them. Okay, like they're that's it, the best way to put it. They're just bros. Like I swear in my life, Jesse, if you and I had a comic series about <laughs> us, it would be Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. <laughs> okay, so Blue Beetle is Tom Cord, Ted Cord, Ted Cord. He's Blue Beetle, and then the other guy's what? Booster Gold. What is he? he? He's from the future, and he like pretty much is. Is he really, a race car driver? No, Sounds he, like a race car driver. <laughs> he's from. Here comes Booster Gold. He's he's a from the future, and he pretty much, he's like you know they always make a joke that he's Green Lantern even though he's not green, but he, he's from the future, and he's pretty much. Does he have came, a ring. He no, he came back to the past to try and like help Earth's heroes, but he got really caught up in trying to become famous, and so that's kind of the, he, he's a really shitty superhero because he's he's not in it quite to be like for the he, nobility he's, he's in it for, for the, the glory fame. yeah got you and they they were two members of the justice league international which is another really big 80s title and it was just they called them the Bwahaha justice league because it was a it was a bunch of very silly members but made a very very cool team okay so so they became best friends in that and so anyways blue beetle ted cord's like a very popular thing but even the like it's very Ted Cord Blue Beetle to just be like, what would a why would a billionaire in Gotham City like go out and fight crime or something? Yeah, <laughs> he was it like, looks- fuck that shitty city. <laughs> like seriously, he's like, yeah, well, I'm not going to that city. It's disgusting. And it's just very true to like who they are. You yeah, know what I mean, like, you. and like that's his tone. And so them saying Ted Cord is like, oh man, so. Well, he got his shine in this book, even though it wasn't really him. He did, but I just mean the stakes of it. Because they announced that very early, they're like, "Oh, Ted, like you know, issue six or something." So yeah, it was like halfway di- through the book. It was like, and so I'm reading that, and I'm like, "There's no way that could be Ted Cord." And so it's like, or like, how could he do? Like, what happened? And da 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 da. And so the stakes like were elevated that much throughout the entire series. So I'm like, "Ooh, I, I wish." So whatever known. marketing they did roped you right in, right? You were like, "Gotta oh, yeah. buy this book." You know, Got yeah. Let's 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 back. Sure, let's go back. Let's go back a little bit. Yeah, what, to the beginning. How is, like, how do questions. you feel about the Suicide Squad as a team in general? Are you a fan? Are you not? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, no. I mean, uh, how? I yeah. mean, I like the, I like the Suicide Squad, like because it it's it's a little tongue in cheek. It is. You know what I mean. So I enjoy that aspect of it, and I like all the characters. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they killed King Shark so fast. That wasn't King Shark. Oh, the character's name was literally Shark. Oh. So he's like baby shark. Oh, don't do it! You just ruined so many listeners. He he was. Just, what's the difference? There's two sharks. 
Yeah, it's like one guy, one's King Shark. That's the difference. But they look exactly the same. So they're sharks. I don't know. I don't. I had when I reread that, it just said shark. It didn't say King Shark. You're right. So that's that's that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, he died pretty fast. I was like, oh, he died like issue two or three. And then like the other sea creatures ate him, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. But it doesn't matter. Oh, I was down with it. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, you know the little the little fish boy. Did. Yeah. What was the question again? Oh yeah, the team. I love him. Uh, you like the team, okay? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, great, dude. for me, it's always been, and that's why again, why I chose this book because this is a title. When I was working in the comic store, I was like always trying to get in people's hands, and I was like, because the thing I like about this series in particular too is, I think it's as a as a whole arc, it works. It works really well. But then also, if you just look at issue by issue, what they did, it was one of the. It, I think that's that's a very, like. For you, it'd be like Game of Thrones esque. You know what I mean? Where like week to week, every cliffhanger they left you with was like, "Wow, I can't wait until the next mm-hmm. issue." And this this book did that. Like I think, and e- even if it was just like they varied off, like even for the Batman issue, that issue ends with Batman getting the Batmobile stolen. Best I, fucking moment of the entire series. Oh, I loved that. It's like, the best thing ever they did they did so much good stuff with the cliffhanger endings and and who is the other one like oh wow you find out they have a sister like it was all so great and so that being the case like i think this book was exceptional in in not only grand narrative but each individual chapter was very well done yeah and i'm not really taking into consideration the revolutionaries even being part of the suicide squad so when you ask me like how are the characters like they never felt like they're suicide squad members once you figured out that they were just infiltrating the suicide squad to like take them down you know it was it was like here's the suicide squad here's harley and deadshot and the other guys and then there's you guys that are just running the show yeah yeah no and that's and that's why i wanted to choose this series too because i just think overall it's really solid and like i don't know i just feel like the suicide squad hasn't had it's it's a it's one of these ideas that dc has had where it's like it is handed to them on a silver platter. Like I think the Suicide Squad, there's no Thunderbolts, there's no Dark Avengers if Suicide Squad wasn't such a cool freaking idea. Mm-hmm. And so and even think about it, the first trailer of the David Ayer Suicide Squad movie, mm-hmm. uh air quotes David Ayer, I get it, release the Ayer cut, but for, No, it's never going to happen. We never say never at this point, man, but nah. the There's nothing wrong with that movie either, by the way. That movie, it's fine. It's it is just, fine. It's just fine. It gets a lot of hate, and it's like it's fine. But I mean, I, I know people say it's a mess after like the first hour, but it's watch. I thought it was watchable. It was Whatever, fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen a lot worse, but the <laughs> yes. But do you remember when I'm that first you, trailer dropped? What I said, I'm looking at you, Wonder Woman eighty four. Thank you. There's a very specific Wonder Woman, but the I cleaned that up for you. Yeah, but the trailer. The trailer of the first suit, like the first trailer drop of the first Suicide Squad movie, was a huge deal because that is such a cool idea. It like broke the most records at that time sure. for like YouTube views in 24 hours because it was just that crazy. And so, I mean, I think it's they've had this idea and I've never seen it enacted perfectly. And for the for me in this series, it was as close as it could have gotten. Besides the Ostrander stuff, obviously. You whatever the the book was great. I, it was fantastic. But again. It's not a Suicide Squad book. It's a fucking Revolutionaries book. Uh, yeah. It really is. I mean, it's... You're ep- not wrong. Like, you know, you're in episode... Or episode. You're in issue four, and there's it's just Harley and Deadshot left. Yeah. Yeah. I when, like, it. all the other characters, to me, 
are yeah. brand new like they IPs, are. right? Like I have no idea who any of these other people are. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to Harley really quick. Yeah. Do you think she should, like? Do you like her as a member of this team? I don't. I I don't have like much familiarity with her. Like I haven't mm. read maybe one book where she's plays a small part with Joker. Was it? Oh, Batman White Knight. Right. So I don't. I'm, I don't know how she's usually written, and I don't know if this book they were writing her as if she was Margot R- R- Robbie. You know. Yeah. I fucking love her. Yeah, she's cool. She has. She's always just fucking ding batting around. Like she has no idea what's going on, and whatever she says is like super fucking funny all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just like, I'm clueless, but what's going on? Yeah, and it's, yeah. It's she was my favorite part of the book. Yeah, she. This is the thing. Like, I don't love that character. I think. Yeah, I can see why someone like you, who's probably been like beat to death with her. Yeah. Like you're just like I'm over her. I don't love that character, but I don't know why I thought. And we'll we're gonna talk about this later, but. In in this book, and, and her as a member of the Suicide Squad, I actually really love because they just are a team that needs levity, and she provides the perfect amount of levity. And then I think the way that she was balanced in this book, like character wise, and then in the movie, but we'll talk about the movie later. The way what they did with her there too, amazing. She's just a character that like, you know, everybody else might be dealing with it or wanting to get out of the Suicide Squad or task for force x or whatever she's just like whatever yeah let's fucking go don't care i think that team it's it's a team of super villains but she is very definitively the wild card right and that's what i like about it it's almost as if she'd be there doing it whether she had a time <laughs> to cut off or not she'd just be like well you need me don't you like exactly. let's go exactly and she, i mean it was just her, her how the way that they write her lines throughout that book too it's just it was it's funny it's just stupid funny one-liners yeah and i i i really like it like when they winked her out into like the emu field or something or like <laughs> a llama field you know like it's just yeah. like so many llamas i don't know I don't so many llamas, emus. emus right yeah. yeah it's funny it's just funny she's good she, uh, yeah again i think what she brings it's it's always you know she's not she has she's only been a member since like 2011 but i really think she works like i don't like her in birds of prey i like her in suicide squad sure you know and so uh i, I like her and i'm glad I, I didn't think that'd be a take a lot of people would hear from me, but mm-hmm. I wanted to make it known I really like her on the Suicide Squad. Yes, she was my favorite character in that book. Oh, good. That was I, good. Uh, you probably might ask me that question. I was going but to. I, I thought she was my favorite. Well, elaborate more if you have anything more to say. I mean, I just yeah. did. She's funny. So. You know, yeah. one-liners are spot on the way she, they wrote her, and she's just she keeps she kept the book uh, fun and light. Where like the revolutionaries, a, f- a few of them, you know, got, well, they were a little bit broody and like yeah revenge vengeful yeah yeah vengeful um uh, you know, like, you're not okay, wrong calm down yeah there were the osita was very yeah, much she that was way like let's just kill everybody like uh, they had to tell her to calm down like 10 times like chill out you know what in her defense though to be confronted with the dude that killed her like significant other and lost her like arm yeah i was like oh yeah you can be super pissed at boomerang do they kill boomerang i don't know i don't remember because what happened was they brought Locke to Boomerang, or Boomerang to Locke, remember? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he says, you have to shoot, Deadshot, you have to shoot Boomerang, and Deadshot's like, I, I don't want to. And then when he, he cocks the gun, shoots Zebra Man, shoots Locke in the face. Right. And I'm pretty sure that's where that issue ends. It does. And, and so then that I, was it. I don't, I think, I think they just let Boomerang go. That'd be my, <laughs> that's about, I, I was thinking about that too. I was like, where did he go? Yeah, where did he go? Because 
Anyway, I don't want to get into spoilers. <laughs> but spoilers for what? The movie? Spoilers for what? The book? We're, we're doing that. Both and. Both and. It's, the book, it, you can spoil it. it. The book, the book, like, there's not, it's not the first Captain Boomerang to die. You know what I mean? Sure. That's literally the second incarnation. Like, there's an early Captain Boomerang that was that dude's father. Okay. And so that guy died, but I don't know, Captain Boomerang. I think Captain Boomerang is such a cool character. Like, I love him, and I liked him in this, his little beats of him in Australia talking about something he shouldn't be talking about. I just like the Suicide Squad members so much more than the Revolutionaries. Yeah, well, they're fresh. Like, yeah. Really, you know what I, I mean? I feel like we didn't get a lot of time to get to know the Revolutionaries and really, like, they, they tied in the origin into this book, which is like, okay. Yeah, but... I mean, the most likable one was probably Wink. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, Wink and Airy for sure. And then, um, um, what's the fast guy's name? Jog? Uh, yeah. <laughs> is yeah. that his name? That's your name. But, you like, are. they made him kind of fat. I don't know. Go, if you look back through he has, like, a beer belly. He's kind and of nice. I'm like, it's funny, because he's, like, the fast guy that can, like, sprint small, like, <laughs> yeah, distances. Spurts. But they, like, he's got, like, a little tummy. <laughs> he just, he's got to um, eat a lot. Did you know who his dad was? They said, uh, they said later, but did you understand who it was? No, man. D- the DC stuff for me, like, it is. I, I, I know who it was, but I don't I can, know who yeah. it was, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Briefly. So his dad's a new God. Well, briefly, he gets killed. Jog yeah, dies. Jog dies. And then he's in the morgue. And yes. And you find out that he is the son of the black racer. Mm-hmm. And the black racer is a new god who pretty much is death. So, like, if you if you picture the Grim Reaper, that is who the black racer is. Right. And so he's been a big kind of not big, but he's been a part of flashbooks and stuff with the pun like you can't outrun death, and that's kind of who that is. So Jog having speed because he is the son of the black racer, thus now defeating death because his father's like you're gonna take up my mantle, and Jog's like nah. And he was like peace, I'm out, and he outran death. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> but so, it made him faster too. Yeah, he had, like, black lightning bolts. Right. Which I want to see a lot more of, but yeah. I don't know if we'll ever see these characters again. Yeah, I don't know either. Because they've... I mean, it felt like a big setup to, like, it literally introduced them at the end of the book, but yeah. it was like, okay. You know, I... Ooh, actually, shoot. I mean, it's a cool team, man. Now Tom... Actually, Tom Taylor just came out with a tweet the other day, and he's like, this week I'm going to announce this big project for DC I've been working on for two years, and now that I think about it... Could be that. It very much could be yeah. the revolutionaries, and I'd be down. I think that they need a couple more people added to that team with a little bit more, like, I don't know. I don't know how you say it. Like, the cool powers. I mean, I, I yeah. th- what was the dude's name with the f- five deadly, six deadly sins, seven deadly sins, seven deadly sins? Si- no, it's, but he it was only, six he was deadly. Only six deadly. deadly six was his name. Yeah, because this... The he didn't do the seventh because because it was, you, if you weaponized lust that would be gross right, <laughs> like, right. I loved yeah, that right. yeah uh, okay also I want to talk about him because I think goofy of, but it worked when he used his powers I I thought that like him as a character of the revolutionaries was actually my favorite character and I don't think because he was so cool but because the way Tom Taylor used him was so freaking cool. Yeah, he was really low key. He didn't he didn't even really have too many lines of dialogue at all. He just would pop up. They would they would call him. They're yeah. like, "Hey, 6 or whatever the hell his name was." Yeah. And he would just say sloth and, and they, everyone would f- slow down or he would say greed and they would get like, you know. Yeah. It was it was it was a very cool way to do like a w- totally goofy like power. I think the way that like I think, you know, only Tom Taylor could be the one to write that character mm-hmm. because I think that could, someone like that could succumb to very bad writing and just be absolutely ruined. 
and like you could yeah you could totally fuck that up. But I'm like I think Tom Taylor just every every time he used that character was necessary and perfect and just like Chef's kiss. Like when at the very end with Zebra Man and he's like he's like I can't hold it I can't hold it I can't hold it and then he says sure you can and he like gives him the power of pride. And right. It's yes. Like that yep. was so yeah, it was freaking cool. cool. Yep. Like and he said uh, the, the dialogue of course I can hold it. And mm-hmm. I'm like oh my gosh like. So, or even when they're trying to threaten the guys with like their lives, he says, uh, "Was he greed?" And then they run like away from all the action. He's yeah, like, I want to live. I don't want to die. It's, I love that. The uh, also the um, speaking of zebra man, when Harley's like, "What's up? <laughs> you like zebras? Like, what? Well, you look like a zebra. You you're, you're in love with zebras?" He's like, "No, <laughs> I, no. I just I picked a name." And then at the end, he's like, "I do love zebras." <laughs> I was just kidding. And she's like, what the hell? <laughs> he's like, zebras are majestic creatures. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my he's God. like, I just didn't want you to make fun of me. That's she's ex- like, you look like a goddamn zebra. <laughs> okay. Uh, let, let's go into, let's go into your favorite moment. Dude, 100,000 million percent was when Wink stole the Batmobile. Oh. There's no better moment. And not because she stole the Batmobile, because Deadshot and Batman are both standing there and Deadshot looks over at Batman and he says, don't you usually disappear by now? And Batman's like, yeah. And he's like, she stole your car. And he, he's like, yeah, I'm waiting for an Uber. <laughs> no, <laughs> or no, some no, shit no. like that, right? He's, he says, what do you say? It was so fucking good. It was just, and that's what Tom Taylor just like does. And they're that. both just standing there on the street, just side by side. Like you were waiting for a bus. Yeah. Doesn't he say something to that? He, like he said, uh, Deadshot says, "Do you want me to call you an Uber?" Oh, that's and, what and it was. Batman says, "Do you want me to arrest you?" Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like, oh my gosh! Like again, it, <laughs> literally, Batman standing there, like, fuck. Yeah, he he just and then the, the the panel at the very bottom to the right, the end of the issue is just like you see the Batmobile driving away. It says, "Woo!" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and, and then it comes up later on too, like in the last issue where someone says that, like. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was, but somebody makes mention of her stealing the Batmobile. It's oh so gosh. good. I like. Um, I just Tom Taylor just again. That was I think one of those moments where like a character like Batman with that kind of whimsy. Again, it, it's a razor's edge of how oh, you're it's, walking. It's so hard to pull that off. And it, speaking of Chef's kiss, man, like that was so, yeah. it was so good. It was done so well, and it was so just like such a funny like on point moment. But like you're right, if you don't do that right, man. Is it corny, right? Yeah. You're just like throw that away. Ugh. Absolutely. And so it was hilarious. I think this series also just is the one that definitively made this writer like he is my DC universe. Like, there's a lot of DC universe writers that just nail it perfectly. But I mean, tonally, I think he under every time he takes a character, I know that he fundamentally understands everything about that character. Yeah. And that's what he did here, and that's why I loved it. And that's what he's doing a Batman series. He's doing a Superman series. Is his stuff usually? Does he take a tone for the character, or is his stuff usually kind of light like this? Where like, I mean, um, it was very funny. It's it's both. Like he he, it's light, but there's also such such real stakes. You know what I mean? As yeah, I'm just wondering like if he takes on like a more like dark you know subject matter. Does he uh, make it dark humor, or does he make it like oh shit man, he just got deep. Both, because you know what he did, and I and I didn't believe it until I was I read more of his stuff. He did, uh, uh, oh my gosh, Injustice. He wrote he, the video game. Obviously, is the video game. I only he, know the video game. So, is there an actual book? He wrote the comic series, and the comic series was so freaking successful. Okay, cool. Like, and it's and he did things in that comic series where it's like, wow, how do you balance Superman being like 
a dictator and like justifying all of that and, and them being all at war. He did like six years on that title. Did and they base the video game off that book or did they? I, I don't I don't know how they did that because I, I haven't played the games because they're not my type of games. Right. It's a fighting game. It's, it's yeah, Mortal Kombat. I'm man. like, give me give me an Arkham Knight kind of thing and I'm gladly will play. But that one's just like I'm not going to fight in the same arenas. But narratively, I'm going to I ordered the but what a great way to make them fight each other. Oh, like yeah. you're playing a fighting game where like, why is Batman fighting Superman? Well, yeah. here's the story. And then in that story, he did little things where it's like, cause that, that can just be a heartless book to write. I imagine, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I haven't quite, obviously haven't read it yet, but in that series, he did things that he made Canon that like I've always internally thought. And it's like, Oh my gosh, he, he Canon, like obviously Elseworlds title, but Batman's favorite hero was always Superman. You know what I mean? And he's like, because Batman can never be Superman. And Superman, the only one he trusts with kryptonite is Batman. And he, like, point blank said those things, like, you know, narratively. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, that's just perfect. Like, that's, of course. And so he does stuff like that. He's doing that with Nightwing right now. And I think everyone's heard me talk about it by now. But that's just, like, my favorite series coming out. Because uh, Nightwing is a character with levity. You know, he was a Robin and he lived in the darkness of Batman, but now in his own light, it's, it's these same guys that are just perfect. That was another quip that was in there too, about when he's fighting Batman and he says, have you ever looked at any of your own Robins? Oh, cause he said, you can't get your child involved in this right. or something. And he, it's something about them being messed up. And he's like, man, have you ever seen any of your own Robins? Like open your fucking eyes, man. Yeah. And it's like, Oh damn. Deadshot. Okay, so for this, Deadshot was my favorite character. Yeah, he was great. He w- he was absolutely great. Because I like I him and Harley were definitely they're the they were the Suicide Squad members. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They were both great. I thought I like that they made him seasoned in this. Like I don't know if I've ever seen him like that. Like you know, a veteran to the Suicide Squad team, and that and you saw that toll weighing on him. He um he reminded me a little bit of uh, Wonder Man. Is that Mr. Wonderful? What's the comic book with the guy who's a magician? Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle. I was way Yes. Off. Yes. He, he reminded he had a me beard. Of, Yeah, he reminded me a little bit of him. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. I no. like that book a lot too. But um very similar like tone. It made me really sad that he died. And like I looked, he only has like two solo series of himself and one's like a four issue series, and I think I'm gonna read it, but it's out of print. But it's on DC Universe, so I'm gonna probably read that. And then um, Yeah, it was fucked up, man. It was like he he figured out the Superman like oh. disguise. And then he paid for it. Fuck. That was chef's kiss again. Like yeah. that Superman reveal was, well, cause it was also like, man, how does the squad fight Superman? And how do you make this believable? And then he just outsmarts him. And, and he also the entire time keeps his promise to his daughter, which is so, and it cost him his life. It which did. was, I think his entire arc completed mm-hmm. in a per, I, I want them to bring him back, but I also don't want them to because that's a perfect ending. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those ones where this book, a lot of people die. And it was the only one where you were like, oh, yeah, that hurt. That Uh, one hurt, man. It did. And then which brought me to, I think, my favorite moment in the entire book with Harley and Floyd's daughter. Yeah, that was fantastic. Like. Because that's also who, uh, again, who I believe that character is mm-hmm. too. Like Harley is a villain, and she does. She does. What? She is a villain, and she's a fucking complete nutcase. But at the end of the day, she also has those values to where, like, her friend's daughter is gonna have to deal with some shit. Yeah. And she's like, "I'm a psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking talk, right?" And then she's like, "I'm gonna tell." You. And then she does the perfect Harley thing where she's like, "I'm gonna tell you." highly censored uh, yeah. stories of your father yeah. which was 
just again perfect and like true to that character because it's not coming from a place of heart i guess it is harley trying to do the right thing but that's harley's way to honor her friend yeah. too mm-hmm. which was absolutely amazing and like again i see her as that so it was it was uh, perfect nailing that character in my eyes just his take was the take and so um yeah no i really i really like this series and it it confirmed it before we go, I, I there's a, obviously like I think two more questions I have for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what I want to go in depth about Bruno Redondo's art because I think he is one of the best. Like when it comes to cinematic art styles and comics, and especially I think the best parts of modern comics, look no further than what he's doing. Yeah, there's. Like yeah, how you said cinematic. There's a lot of times where you're reading pages and they get the pacing gets too fast because of the art style or they're too, there's too much action going on or, you know, it's just too much to, you kind of have to like go back a couple steps. Um, I never had to do that with this book at all. Yeah. And he's got like a cool, um, it's not like an anime style. It's, it, it, it's just not like your normal, like, you know, superhero. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. He, he has, he, he walks a fine line between like almost more, uh, cartoonish, I guess, I guess it is. You know it what is. I mean? It's yeah. Like to where it's not like these hard lines with like everyone's all big and like he, it's, it's, it's more like cartoony, you know, I'm, I don't know the right words to use to like convey it, what I'm trying to say. It, but, it, uh, it, I, I see where you're coming but from. But I dig it. Like it, it was, it was, he, he's great. He like the way that he did a couple and he still does these like splash pages, but it's like 16 panels on a page and you just see like them taking out all the, all the like military soldiers. And it's like just one punch that you see in the next panels, the foot, it's a kick, it's a gun dropping out of someone's right, hands. Which like, makes it a lot easier to read when you're w- look, looking at a, a splash page and which order you should look at it. And even if it's just one or two things, you don't really need to even look at it in an order. It's just drawn so you can look at the entire page. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, uh, I, I just think he's wonderful. And again, what they're doing on Nightwing is amazing. Like, he, you know, he does. Is that one in the app? Can I pick that one up in there? No, it's uh, it's still very new. All right. But well, I, you let me know. You I'll, add it when, when I can. I'll get you a trade. But um, the with, you know, what the, he they he started doing, which I think is so cool, too, is um, like in skateboard magazines where it would show like a million shots in the overlay them. So it shows the skater like 16 times yeah. in the same like frame. Yeah, so you. all the exterior, but there's 16 of the same. Yeah, skater. No, I, I got you. He, I'm also doing it for the pants. <laughs> oh, well I understand. I hope you guys too. <laughs> and, and it, it, he'll do one big page, but it'll just be like an old skater mag of Nightwing doing all this aerial flips and stuff. And then it's just so cool. And it just lays out so well. Mm-hmm. And so, but they're not in panels. Yeah, it's exactly. Just one movement with, 15 different Nightwings. Nightwings, yeah. Yeah, and oh, I just love it. This series, In case again. you weren't following, you're welcome. I love you. <laughs> um, um, okay, I guess my, yeah, oh, I'm just so in love with this book. I guess my last question is, what would you rate this out of 10? Uh, like I said, the only problem that I really had with the book with it was it not actually being a Suicide Squad book. Oh, yes. And I meant to ask you a question about this. Go ahead. Or actually make a point about this that I really liked, which is kind of weird enough, but anyways. The the main, the one of the biggest things that stuck out to fans and a lot of the Twitter I see surrounding this series mm-hmm. is um, Wink and Airy. Mm-hmm. And actually Osita, I think. Uh, yes. 
it's you know what this has been marketed as is an LGBTQ book. Yeah. Which you know, I don't read it as that. Like I I think that and again, I this is two straight guys talking about this, so I want to take that with a grain of salt. Uh but the I thought that the way that they delivered this to us and just made it all so normal. Like it's like it's just a thing. Like it's it's not a personality. It's just like, oh, it's um you know, we're together and we love each other. We're drawn in this way. And it gave us their origin and it gave us like, you know, it Osita. I thought it was the way that it's interesting to me that they market it that way because it's not quite I didn't think it was it was like shoved down our throat. I just thought it was matter of fact. Yeah, it's very matter of fact. And like I like, I, you know, I'm a huge proponent of, you know, doing whatever you want, and being whoever you want to be. And yeah. Loving whoever you love. Like I'm fully, fully behind that. <laughs> it being a, a comic book, I didn't when they were saying when they were talking about Ari and they were saying they I thought she had like some other power like where she had like somebody oh, else with her. I even noticed that. Like it fucking went over my I'm like, why do they keep saying them and they? Oh, I didn't even notice that. And I was like I, I literally thought that they, like part of her power was like she had some type of monkey that would like crawl up out of her butt and like, <laughs> like she would until I until it showed their yes. them together in the prison and I was like, Oh god damn it, I'm so stupid. Yeah. Osita? Yes. Right. Hers was way more. It like showed her a and her, female. Like, yeah. Yeah. Her, her and her girlfriend or her wife when yeah. they were like fighting in the military. Um. But yeah, I mean, like I, 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 I liked that it wasn't like f- like forced. Um. It took me a while to get there. It didn't. Once I figured it out, I I there's a couple other books that I read where it it, it was not as forced, but they did it better. Not that there was, there was anything wrong with the way that they did it because mm-hmm. it was just there, but it took me a minute to, f- to get my head around the them thing. And yeah. I apologize for being so stupid. No, you're good. I, I wanted to just touch base with it all and just let, I don't know. I wanted that to be like a factor. Cause I'm like, I just thought that should be worth mentioning that. I thought yeah, the 100%. way they handled it was uh, really uh, yeah. well. And I was like, it's funny that we see, we get caught up as we're talking. I figured that that was going to be one of your questions. Yeah. The only part that I was a little bit weird was sometimes they drew her, more oh, sorry it's not even her it's yeah sometimes they drew them more feminine and then sometimes they drew them more masculine yeah. i wish they would have kind of just picked a lane yeah because it was kind of it was just dependent on the issue yeah. almost you know what i mean yeah she said she they more like more feminine to me to yeah. be honest with you yeah i think so and and i just thought also people are like people want di- don't want characters to be changed and they d- they don't want their diversity shoved in comics and it's like or like people want people to stay in their lanes they don't want to code switch mid series or mid character arc or something and i thought this is the way you do that is to introduce new, new characters, characters. And, yeah. and and make it matter of fact and i mean and the and the great thing too was like they weren't trying to do something where like you know her like parental figures didn't approve of it like her mom was there she was like the president of wherever the hell they were at and she was just like all for it right yeah yeah loved it it was cool it was cool it was Mm -hmm. was great and so uh loved it Um, Uh, and i i liked their relationship more than anybody else's it was it was the way that she would wink but she couldn't she couldn't basically teleport far enough away so airy always had to catch her Oh, and, and they'd always say, always. I'm like, oh. Like, but I got to be honest with you. I thought one of those times she was going to goddamn miss, right? Oh. I was like, dude, she's going to miss and she's going to die one of these times. Yeah. Because Wink was definitely female. Yeah. It was, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not. I was, I was like, also she's like, going to splat. I was also dude. like, how are you going to know where, where they are, where she is? Like, how do you know? 
And then uh, when they they took the little boom, boomer kid out, like the little blowy oh. up kid, he, and they're like making out, and he's like, "Yo, this is kind of awkward." I'm like, "I'm right here." He's like, "This is very sweet, but also awkward." Yeah, like <laughs> you guys are great, but please, we just put me down for a minute. <laughs> he's like, "I'm just here," but um, I like, I also like. Uh, okay, wait, last question. Let's just get get to the ten rating, and then we'll. Anyways, we'll move on. Um, what do you rate this story out of ten? Uh, like I said, the only the only drawback was it actually not being a Suicide Squad story. Everything else was done super, super, super well. Eight and a half. Oh, great! That's a good score for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great score for you. Uh, uh, I give it a ten, obviously. Yeah, because sure. <laughs> I think you just said let's get to the ten score. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> the all right, little slip, like, dude. Is it not even? Everyone knew. Yeah, everyone, everyone knew. knew. <laughs> no, it was good. It was really good, man. I really enjoyed it. Uh, good. I'm glad because I just think. It, this one breaks my heart because I think I it didn't like get proper canceled. Like I don't think Tom Taylor under contract is allowed to say that. I don't think a lot of people bought this book, and that makes me upset because I think it was a I I would have loved to see where the series went, you know. And so, um, it was good though. It was it, yeah, good. but it, it it's like a the the end was fitting. Them walking off with the revolutionaries in the shadow was fitting. Like if it doesn't get like if revolutionaries does not become a thing then okay. And if it does become a thing, well, then that Suicide Squad run introduced them so he doesn't need to yeah. do any more Suicide Squad stuff. Yeah, They're I, not the Suicide Squad. They're the revolutionaries. Yeah, and I think that... Uh, I mean, they are not... That book, they were not villains. Yeah, and also I like that too because there, there were some moments, like, again, I guess at the very end when you find out it's Black Mask and they apprehend him and they want to kill him, but they don't. And then... Green Arrow says, drop the gun, and then Harley shoots him in the leg, and then Osita shoots him in his other leg. Yeah. I also And even that shit was funny. I loved that. And because, it's, like, it's not even any dialogue, and it's funny. Oh, it was great because they're He's like, like ah. <laughs> again, it also reiterates, like, yeah, they weren't villains, but again, they're not good guys. Like, and that's <laughs> sure. I they they did get their own justice because, you know, at what point was Floyd gonna get any justice? Right. You know, so I'm glad we had those moments. Um, Jesse, thank you so much for coming on the Camera Reads Comics podcast. Um, make sure to go follow Camera Reads Comics on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you're listening on YouTube, make sure to clobber those like and subscribe buttons. And if you're listening on iTunes, please make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review. Um, Jesse, we will see you next time. I think you're going to read Young Avengers because I think we promised that a while ago. We did. But, you know, guess what? Stuff happens, and we're here now with Suicide Squad. So stay tuned. This Saturday, Jesse and I are releasing our uh, Suicide Squad James Gunn mini review, and make sure to keep your eyes out on the Worthless Film podcast for uh, – my my Jack, my buddy Jack and I's <laughs> my Jack, my Jackie, <laughs> my buddy Jack and I's formal Suicide Squad review. So see you later. Peace. <laughs>